Hot sauce. Hot sauce! Hey everybody, it's Crab Claw Clump Meat Factory, the strip club DJ here with my buddy Brandon with another episode of One to Review, your favorite podcast. Say hello, Brandon. Hey, glad to be here. Hey guys, Alex isn't here. He's out at Burning Man finding himself, finding his, his chakras, and uh, indulging in uh, lots of illegal, I don't know what they, what do they do, R&D out there? I have no idea. But he's over there freaking out. We're holding down the fort. In case you didn't know, we rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. We give it a point. If we didn't like that movie, we give it two points. If we thought it had something going for it, we get to 20 points, and we call it a dingle. All right, kick the intro. Bop, bop, bop. One, two. Highly unedited behind-the-scenes special. All right, this is the part where Alex would normally jump in and pander to the audience and say... But we're not going to do that this week. We're going to just jump right into a movie. That's what we're going to do. Where are we? What? Yeah, I don't know. I thought Alex typically jumps into a movie. I'd like to really just kind of take it slow without Alex here to keep the whip cracking, you know? Oh, it's it's good to breathe. I think this should be a more of a, uh, you know, unedited podcast. Yeah, we definitely shouldn't edit this at all. Okay. Let's talk about a few things before we talk about the first movie. Sure. I like the pre-talk. I think pre-talk is important. Um, well, how have you been, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, I've been decent, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been decent. So, for our first movie, it's a little uh, movie called Dangerous Situations. Oh, yeah. This was a cool collection on Blu-ray. They actually sell it. Now you can order it online. This is a high-definition collection of some of your favorite... Some things you may not have even seen from the past. Uh, PSAs, public service announcements. These are important messages that they need to get to the public as soon as possible. So, you know, things like uh, stay away from ditches or getting stoned while babysitting. Things you should not do. And uh, this is a great collection. There's even some new ones in there that I think uh, resonate with some of the younger kids. Luke, what did you think? You know, I, I'm not a younger kid anymore. You know, and so some of these, maybe they didn't quite resonate to me, you know, like the PSA teaching kids how to wear a condom. I'm a little old school. I don't, th I think that's, that's the, uh, the job of the parent. That's not the job of the government to teach kids how to wear a condom. I think a father should teach his son. A mother should teach her son how to wear a condom, not the PSAs. Although that being said, I actually did learn a couple quick tips from that. Yeah, there's some things that your dad didn't even teach me that I I thought were super helpful. You know, and he had that. We had that as a kind of community. Um, my dad would. Hey, someone's bring, at my door. Can you hold on? And we had that kind of community. My dad would bring our friends around, and he would, you know, of course, with the permission of my friends' parents. He would bring up these uncomfortable topics, and I think he, I mean, there was there were some of us, we were really wondering if they were ever going to turn into men, or if they were just going to be little ice cream cone licking, uh, you know, lily boys for the rest of their lives. That was nice. So I left my keys in my door. Someone rang my doorbell to tell me. 
So, you know, my dad would do that for us. You know, Brandon, he taught he taught us how to obviously, you know, wear protection, how to take women out on nice dates, treat people, treat, treat the ladies nice, treat your dates nice. He wasn't judgmental about, you know, gender or, um, you know, classic gender roles, anything like that. So um, I'm not saying I didn't learn anything from your father. He's a great guy. I will say the PSAs go in other directions to things that your dad, you know, definitely did not teach us. You know, and there were some things in these PSAs that I think they inadvertently taught kids that they were trying to like, okay, for instance, the hallucination PSA, don't do LSD, don't do shrooms. I actually caught, um, I think I learned how to grow mushrooms from that PSA. It had all, had the whole setup. It's, had, yeah. Showed you where to showed get you them. Where to get them. Um, I think they maybe should have left some of that information out because when it piqued my curiosity, three months later, I was growing shrooms. I'll tell you some of the more shocking ones, of course, were the smoking weed and forgetting about a loved one when you're supposed to be watching them or being still while going to the drive through and running over somebody. But there's also some modern classics like, uh, you know, what happens if your phone falls in the toilet while you're while you're peeing? What to do immediately put in rice. Yeah. Uh, white rice because they do use bleach to bleach the rice. Um, I think probably the most powerful and alarming PSA was the anti-marijuana ad where the stoner was so high he forgot to smoke weed. Oh, that was one of the best. And it was like, okay, maybe marijuana isn't such a such a like harmless thing you know if you're getting that fucked up i think uh you should probably pass on the grass you gotta pass on the grass if you're too high to even get high you know what i'm saying too lazy to get high that's the ultimate kind of stoned actually it's like i was too i was i wanted to smoke weed but i was too lazy it's just uh it's kind of scary man a lot of things are let's talk about some of the other new ones there's the one about the jewel pods and how those could explode if left in direct sunlight so they're basically like little bombs yeah these jewel pods kind of like a bath bead for kids that they trade and they're scented different with different oils and it's just it's a fun way for kids to trade scents um kind of like the tide pod craze that that was a lot of fun for us um just the graphic nature of this PSA was uh, shocking. shocking and I, I think um, I wasn't ready for it. No, something about it being in black and white really hits home hard. I will say the Blu-ray collection looks great. If you're looking for, you know, a nice piece of media to show off your nice 4k TV, some of these PSAs look stunning. Yeah, and I know you get to see some of the players behind the scenes. Michael J. Fox directed a couple of these. I was surprised. Um, Woody Allen, he used to direct PSAs. And uh, Clint Eastwood did a couple, too. So some real heavy hitters in Hollywood actually got their hands on some uh, public awareness. Which is cool. Luke, let's... uh 
casually give this movie like a rating between one and two. It's like our system that we use to review movies. Uh, I'm not gonna give it a casual rating. I don't. I don't take. I take this very seriously. I give it two non-casual points. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will give it two casual points. Uh, it's good, but you know, just put this on in the background and uh, at a party and really raise the awareness of the whole crowd. Yeah, this is this would be funny for a party. All right, scorekeeper this week, guys. We actually didn't decide, did we? We actually didn't decide. I, okay. Let's talk Here's... about 20 ideas that we have as possible scorekeepers. Okay, all right. Okay. So these are some things we wrote down that we could possibly be keeping score with this week. We have 20 vocal effects demonstrated. We could demonstrate things like echo, 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 or things like reverb. Luke, what, what are some other... Or chorus! Um, 20 nice things we found on the dark web. Yeah, that's cool. You never hear about nice things on the dark web. It's usually creepy stuff, but there's actually nice things on there if you look hard enough. Um, for my second point, yeah, I'm going to say 20 rocks. Just get added to our rock collection. My collection has been dwindling slowly. I don't know how I must have a rock leak somewhere, but we can go outside and get 20 each. That'd be awesome. I didn't, man, I didn't know you had a rock collection. Um, there's uh, 20 kissing holes of the South. That's cool. Those are popular again, right? Little famous points of interest. That's, well, we're only at four points because it's, we're missing a man. So that's it. So, so Alex is going to put in two auxiliary points. These are astral projected. From Burning Man to my third eye. He's concentrating hard enough? Well, yeah, because I glued an amethyst crystal to my third eye. And so I can... See vaguely he- Yeah, well, I can vaguely hear two points. Okay. We'll take his two points. I'm going to say another cool thing. We could actually talk about Burning Man a little bit and how it's kind of taking off as like the new Hollywood. Yeah. Just about as fake, too. Tell me about it. Uh, one last point scoring system idea from you, Luke, please. Uh, 20 hair growth. All right. Let's uh, let's hear from an advertisement sponsor. Ship. Hit it. Deal. <coughs> uh, let's do an ad. Any ideas for an ad that you want to do? Madonna albums. Sign up now, and for $10, you can receive a random Madonna album. They're pretty much all good, so there's nothing to miss out on. That doesn't work at the end. Tight milk. Supercharge your next sesh with tight milk. The milk that comes power-packed with whey protein and 30 grams of healthy chickpea carbohydrates also comes in three flavors, banana, huckleberry, and caramel. Forget boring nutrient formulas and get tight milk right now. Use promo code TIGHT, that's T-I-T-E, and get a free sample of tight gel with every order. Tight milk. The milk. That's tight. That was good. Yeah. We can do something with that. All right, you want to move on to the next movie? Hey, 
how about that tight milk, Brandon? Did you I, have a little tight sip? I haven't tried it yet, actually. I'm afraid to open it. Yeah. Um, they sent us a lot, though. And they did. I'm afraid I'll drink them all if I like it. So if I, I figure if I don't touch it, I can't like it. I won't drink it all. That's my logic chain there. I put a little squirt of tight gel on my cat's food in the morning to get him to eat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I worry about him. He doesn't. No, eat you're right. It's just funny that he loves tight gel so much. It kind of concerns me, but your cat's looking good, so. Dude, he's really fast. So quick on the. I saw him do the sprint the other day, like back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. I guess. I guess that's probably maybe what was making making you a little worried is he gets that wild look in his eyes more often than not now. He gets that just like psycho cat look and he does some tight sprints. No, that's important. Cats have a lot of energy. Around my house, we call them the zoomies. You know, Cheeks will get the zoomies. He'll run back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Zeke's, he gets my, my pup. He, he gets, We call them power-ups. Oh, and that's nice. Yeah. Uh, did we see another movie this week? What have you been up to this week? Doing anything cool? I've been watching the fuck out of movies, Brandon. That's decent. I've been an, I've been avoiding doing things that people are holding me responsible for. Important. Uh, okay. I got a I got a parking ticket for two hundred and ninety eight dollars that I threw in the trash. That's responsible. And um, I think I saw Bill Withers. Bill Withers, the musician. Yeah. Yeah. Is he super dead? recognizable? I don't know. I don't know. Ain't no sunshine when Bill Withers is gone. So after all that, I saw a movie. Yeah, let's oh. talk about one of those movies. Oh wait a minute! I saw a movie, and hopefully you did too, called Flart. Oh yeah. Little Pixar joint where a fart tries to find its way home in this. DreamWorks tearjerker. <laughs> he said a Pixar joint in this DreamWorks. <laughs> okay. After all that, I caught a little movie called Flart. Tell me about Flart, Luke. I will. Here's the tagline for Flart. A fart tries to find its way home in this DreamWorks tearjerker. Uh, animated movie voiced by Anne F. Blank. And I know Alex will love this. Marve Pouchard. Alex has a thing for French women. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. I don't know if I don't know if his uh, hippie girlfriend that he drags back from the desert is going to like that. Yeah, but he doesn't like Bill very much, so. Yeah. Well, um <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Flart is a decent movie uh that actually was pretty emotional. I mean, leave it to DreamWorks to hit an emotional core with something that I didn't even know was conscious, conscious like a fart. But I kind of felt for the fart by the end of it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of put put um an advisory warning here to our one to review users. We're not hacks. We're not BSers. Okay, we don't just throw fart into our podcast when we. When we need a pick me up, this movie was an emotional. Uh, this this movie was an emotional symphony. 
that really carried me through a floral landscape of sadness and joy. An incredible tapestry of, you're right, both tears and smiles um, and feet and legs, because a lot of this involves uh, a, a fart. A walking trying, fart. Yeah, a fart with legs trying to get back home, which happens to be on a roller coaster. Uh, as you can imagine, it's a crazy tale. It's almost reminiscent. Uh, it reminds me of uh, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, magical moments. There's a lot of scary moments where the fart is almost destroyed by the sewer pipe. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, like Pee Wee, who's going to befriend somebody who's maybe a little too out of the ordinary? Yeah. Also, like, uh, it reminds me of the Brave Little Toaster, right? Yeah. Do you remember that one? It's I basically, do. Yeah. Wow. I do. I do remember the Brave Little Toaster at one point for that movie. Um, but Flart um, ultimately finds a friend, Namath, young man who actually seems to love farts. Like, it's a weird thing. Some people apparently aren't affected by the smell, or they're affected in, by it in different ways. Uh, Namath doesn't have a problem with a fart, and he needs a friend. And the unlikely do of them teaming up together, being an unlikely pairing and traveling on the road, trying to find this roller coaster where the fart was born is, is great. Yeah. And it really was touching. Um, a lot of the scenes like when Namath, um, you know, he poops his pants at the diner and flart has to help him. Um, where Namath pees his pants in the trucker's backseat and Flart has to cover for him. You know. Yeah, I know. Truckers know their pee and they know their farts. And now so do we. So I'm glad we got to see this one together, Luke. Um, And I'm glad, spoiler alert, that Flart found his way home, found his way back into his point of origin um, where he really belonged deep inside uh, but and this this movie's got gags and jokes for people of all ages you know it's it's not all highbrow you know it's not all highbrow um, Seth Rogen type of humor like, yeah Seth Rogen type of humor or highbrow like a, a, um it's not like this. These these adult themes are overpowering the the fun of the movie. No, it it manages to be lighthearted while still being effective and moving. I'm kind of excited to see if this gets nominated for any awards. Can you imagine a movie about a fart winning an award? Well, yeah, I'm I am hopeful, and I think. Um, I think I think it definitely has a better soundtrack than the Littlest Toaster. Oh my God, so much better! It's so cool that they got all these artists from the '80s to come back and get remixed by all these like cool post dubstep artists. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Flart, you ready to sum it up in a numerical format? Sure. I get Flart. Man. Say it. Do it. 
I give Flair at one point. Ooh. Not what I was expecting. Defend yourself. This is a grab. This is an Academy Award grab. Uh, I think the studio knows what they're doing here. They're taking... They're playing the audience like a fiddle. Okay? They're giving them something easy to digest and gobble up a fart. They're making it uh, very emotional and relatable. And they're spoon feeding it to us with that soundtrack. And I think uh, I think it's a scam. So I'm calling them out. Of course, they DreamWorks, they always do a great job. Nothing against any of the employees over there. I'm just saying that this might be guilty of um, being a little award greedy. I feel you on that one, actually. It's not going to move my vote, though. I'm giving this a strong two. You want to rub your uh, mind crystal there and see what Alex has to say from Burning yeah. Man? Let me touch my mind crystal real quick. Um, yeah, I think Alex wanted me to give Flart two points. Whoa, great. Alex, thanks. He's in a high energy state right now. <laughs> He's vibrating very fast. All right, so um, scorekeepers. Here's a big one for me, and I hope we do this. 20 medical advancements that are fingers I've got fingers crossed for yeah can you imagine people that don't have fingers they're literally awaiting to have fingers to cross so wow that's cool yeah oh you only have one point oh geez I only have one point do you want give to pick one out? to Alex's give one to Alex's okay 20 great icebreakers for a first date I know he's out there meeting a bunch of French girls with hairy armpits so we, man, yeah, maybe he'll listen to this while he's out here, out there, and uh, learn some tips if we decide to do that as our scorekeeper. Let me give you some quick ideas. This one's kind of deep, but 20 ideas, uh, four ideas. These are like little idea seeds, like little kernels that we throw at right. you, and you can kind of simmer on these or harvest them into full ideas later on down the road. So these right. are just idea starters. Um, Another cool scorekeeping method we could do would be 20 tips for a happy marriage. Being a newlywed, both Luke and I, I think we are starting to understand the depth of marriage and uh, how exciting it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. If we ever do that one, we'll bring Bill in and we'll, we'll, we'll sit him down and I'll introduce you guys to my husband. <clears throat> I think it's about time. He's... A, he's He's an okay guy. He's he's my rock, man. He's my rock. He's solid. Let's, uh, yeah. Okay, one more? Oh, sure. Yeah, just for fun, since Alex isn't here. Um, 20 great replacements for Alex. How about that? That could be exciting. Let's brainstorm just, that list on the side anyways. Just in, he, just in he, case he gets stuck. Stuck in a tent out there or something. Stuck I was in a, reading that stuck in a hoodoo. The traffic to get into Burning Man this year was like halted for like ten hours because of a whiteout, which is like a, a sandstorm. Supposedly it was crazy. Yeah, real burners know that's just standard. Still, the traffic to Burning Man better than L.A. 
I'll give you that much. And I don't even live in LA. Let's hear it from a sponsor. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to do the Awkward Sutra? <sighs> this episode of One to Review is brought to you by a book called Awkward Sutra. This funny book of the worst and most difficult sexual positions is a great... This episode of One to Review is brought to you by a book. The book is called Awkward Sutra. This book is... Okay, I'll just do the normal read. Awkward. This episode of One to Review is brought to you by a book. Awkward Sutra. A book? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> this, this funny... Is it a funny book? This funny book of the worst and most difficult sexual positions is a great coffee table topper or a bathroom basket filler. The first couple to submit it and the first couple to submit a photo of ant eating chair wins an autographed baseball signed by Mike Piazza of the New York Mets. There you go. One more time. This episode of One to Review is brought to you by a book, The Awkward Sutra. This funny book of the worst and most difficult sexual positions is a great coffee table topper or a bathroom basket filler. And guys, the first couple to submit a photo of ant eating chair wins an autographed baseball signed by Mike Piazza of the New York Mets. Order today. Sign up now. Brandon, did we see any more movies, Brandon? Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. Taking a video cheeky, being crazy. That Insta brand. Let's hear it for the cheese. Let's hear it for the brandy cakes. Introducing a movie. Hey, guess what time it is? It's time to review a call and movie. Yeah, Mike. Just a sec. Yeah, well, I'm doing the podcast. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hey, who, who's that, Bill? Half onions, half no onions. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he's doing the shawarma thing? It's Bill's friend, Mike. Yeah. Uh, they're working on a shawarma. Are you They've serious? never tried that recipe before, so he brought in a little extra help. That's a tough challenge to make in your tiny kitchen. You guys basically just have a toaster in there. A little boy from Iowa making a shawarma. We'll see about that. We'll see about it. That's what uh, I said. Luke, guess what time it is? Well, you're going to tell me because I'm just begging to know. Yep. Uh, it's time for a call-in movie. As you may or may not know, 1-2-Review has an awesome phone number that you can call anytime, day or night. It rings once and then immediately goes to a voice uh, message box uh, where you can leave us like a movie that you want us to review or a product that you want to review or even if you just want to say hi uh, you'll hear your voice in the podcast so that's cool um, Luke what's the phone number oh god damn it Brandon I didn't write it down this time one three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight give us a buzz uh, like this gentleman did uh, John 
Hello, my name is John, and I'm here to ask you guys to review the film Smarmella Chevrade and the Snout Brigade. So, yeah, we spent quite a bit of time going over this recording, slowing it down, doing we some enhanced audio it multiple times. Yeah, enhancements. And the movie we came to a conclusion. We concluded that you wanted us to watch was called Schmarmella Charade and the Snout Brigade. Um, Sounds plausible. Then we looked for it, and it, uh, we cannot find it anywhere. And trust us, we can. We've got our sources for very rare and very hard to find movies. Yeah, this was kind of mind blowing to us. We kept digging, and we thought maybe this is two movies, not one movie. So we caught a Smallish Parade. Smallish Parade uh, was... is an actual movie. We did see this. I don't think this is what he wanted us to see, though. This is a weird movie. Uh, Smallish mer- Parade, weird and unmemorable. Um, it's about a Wisconsin cheese parade where everybody has a whistle. There's no drums or trumpets or saxophones in their band. Everyone just has a, a sports whistle. Uh, yeah, so they come off as being smallish, but they're actually pretty big at heart. Uh, we also what what else? What were the other ones we watched? We watched a bunch here. Uh, Fellows of the Scout Brigade, which I thought was actually a pretty well put together movie. Yeah, it's a Sudanese film, so it's obviously it's on a Sudanese budget. But Fellows of the Scout Brigade, it has a lot of um, has a lot of uplifting messages, and it's about a, a a banana truck driver that's trying to make his way to South Africa, and just all the all the hangups that happen, all the the problems he encounters along the way. And it's got a great African soundtrack, too, if you like African music. I love Paul Simon. Does he count? Absolutely. Let's talk about another one we call you know, Mellow Yellow. Paul Simon introduced Africa to America, and we owe him a lot for that. Mellow Yellow. This one... Another exploitation movie. I don't know if we actually had to watch this one, but once I started it, it was kind of hard to p- press the stop button. It was pretty shocking. Yeah, obviously it was a shot in the dark that John was asking us to watch Mellow Yellow when we heard Schmarmella Charade and the Snout Brigade. But, you know, we can't get enough of our exploitation, And Mellow Yellow is... I gotta say... He's probably the smoothest lead in any exploitation film I've ever seen. Half the time, half the time, you don't even notice his cock. Insane! How much I I miss that guy. I can't say that. You can't say that. Mm-mm. I was gonna say I was insane. How much I miss that guy's cock, but that does not sound good. Oh, how much you missed it, not yeah. how much you miss it. Yeah, exactly. Missed it. It would have been weird because this is from the 70s and I'm, you weren't born. And if uh, it's just wouldn't it wouldn't have worked, I right. think, in a chronological way. Did you catch that play that I highlighted for you? The no. The Shawarma Duvet? 
No, but I'm glad you saw that because I heard a lot of great reviews and I'm hoping that Shwarma Duvet makes it way makes its way out here to LA. Yeah, I think this he did say film, but Shwarma Duvet, I, I happened to catch this. I was perusing the paper and I saw this play. So I did uh buy tickets for this. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? Well um, Maybe next week I'll report back. For for one to review listeners, it's a postmodern three act uh, stage performance about a family that's cold and the only thing they have to warm themselves is a shawarma bread. I guess the, sh- the bread from a shawarma. It's kind of magical, though. So I hear. I don't know. We'll see. Brandon, everything to you is magical. On an evening such as this, when. Yeah. When the, the night Chris- is young. Yeah, when the crystalline depth of infinity twinkles back into the sapphire of your own eye. You've read me that before. I know, but it still resonates. What do you think what do you think Bill got all his lines? I know, but they're good lines. Let's um I don't know. Any should we play that message one more time for our listeners? Um yeah, no. play no, no. No, no, don't play no, it one no, more time. No. Uh, will you, not necessary. Will you do me a favor and remind our listeners about that number and uh, what they can do if they want to get their movie reviewed? Gladly. You can always give us a call anytime. I stress this day or night at uh, 1-347-699-0068. Uh, it's a voicemail, so leave us a, leave us a hi. Leave us a hi, leave us a thanks, leave us a fuck you guys, leave us a hello from Burning Man, uh, and please leave us a movie. And if you did watch it, maybe leave your review too. Always helpful. Because I don't really like reviewing things, honestly. It's just like something I have to do. But if you want to do it for us, please, that's great. Oh, we're going to have to talk about that later. All right, cut. We need to say goodbye. Ugh! Rab, shout out to you, my man, for donating $2 on Hey, Pop- that's cool. Trion. Ryan's gonna. Thank Hold you on. as well. Hold on, we gotta start it cleanly. Why? Uh, just because I want to say, like, hey, it's nice to wrap it up. Uh, Luke, it's been great, man. Um,. Thanks for spending the time with me today to review a couple movies. You know, even, even though we're on separate coasts, I do feel like we were holding hands that whole time. That's pretty cool. I'm here for you, bud. It is cool. Um, you know in, what else is cool? Yeah. Our Patreon donors. We got a few of those. Uh, big shout out to Rab, my man. There since the beginning. Thanks for donating. And uh, we also have a, another Patreon donor. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, next week, we should all be here, I think. I don't know. Maybe we can review some more movies. Luke, what do you feel like reviewing next week? Yeah, if Alex comes off his trip, if you know what I mean, we're going to be reviewing the movies Dog Pile Up, Ye to Mama San 2. Meet you at the bottom, fresh, bilge for Apache Whisper, and another from the Doe series. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 
Bye. We nailed it. One, two, three, clap. All right. Yeah, so we did our best, John, and um, we saw all those movies. And I think the best approach to sort of reviewing this, um, and I think sort of the best approach to rating this would be to um, rate the experience of going through the research and the movie watching and... um, Play ticket buying. And ticket buying. Um, and for that, I would say that was a great adventure. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So two points from me. I'm glad you feel that way, Luke. I definitely enjoyed the journey more so than I enjoyed the uh, movies that we saw. But trying to put the pieces together was fun. So thanks, John. Two points. John, leave us some more messages, buddy. Or not. Um, and then, Alex, I'm getting a amethyst vibration from Burning Man. It's a one. Oh. Ouch. That is harsh. Bold. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate your honesty. Okay. So, tw- um, my two scorekeeper ideas, um, 20 plus 20 equals 40. So, 40 divided by 2 is 20, right? I think so. We'll decipher that we'll in an episode. <laughs> you got another one? And, um, yeah, 20 ways to great to build up great calves. Calves are super important in today's meat market environment. So build your calves, build your uh, street cred. You know what I mean? Cha-ching. Cha-ching, street cred, ride it all the way home. Two ideas that I had that we could possibly keep score with would be 20 ways to get out of helping people. Don't you ever want just like a, a couple handful excuses that you could just get out of a Every time. Yeah. Every yeah. time. So we can give you 20 of those if that's something we do. Uh, here's another fun one. 20 alternatives to garbage bags. Uh, you don't actually don't need to spend high dollar, I call it big grocery money on uh, gr- trash bags. You don't need to. You could use a bunch of other things. Okay, and we're going to say this one at the same time. Shut your eyes. Astral project Alex. And it's 20, 20 of our favorite, favorite blink182 songs. Alex, thank you. I felt those words strongly. Wow. That was powerful. Uh, yeah. That's it. Okay, and then we have blah, blah, blah. We already launch into some yeah, other well, shit. Yeah, well, you can stop recording. Blah, blah, blah. You're good.